0: Alright, right, Josh uh, We usually have the guests dedicated So what would you like to dedicate the episode to?
1: Oh, man uh, What is it usually? Any specifics on what you dedicate it to? No, like a person, all, that's or? all your guidelines so well, well, I work. mean, this, de- this episode is definitely dedicated to Batman Looking at these walls <laughs> uh,
0: we'll get a picture, As yeah. my
1: favorite superhero as well And my second favorite movie of all time is The Dark Knight So like, we're in good company There we go
0: All right, I love it, all right. Falcone Records Boulevard. uh, Come in, we'll have copies of the book. We'll sell it. I'll be out there. I'll meet and greet. So if you're interested in the comic book, um, I'll be out there. And um, if you want any more contact information, you can follow me at my personal Twitter page, and we'll have the listings and everything. Um, Second of all, yes, I am still going to host a panel discussion at Crypticon this Saturday. Uh, Hope to see you out there. Uh, We're simply talking independent films and podcasts and the benefits for both. Uh, podcasters, independent filmmakers, and stuff like that. So, yeah, if you're interested and uh, want to come on out, see me, and I'll say hi. And I'll definitely have the podcast T-shirt on so you can see me.
1: And <laughs> Maybe you can recognize my voice, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever go
0: to CryptoCon, Josh?
1: Uh, I don't think I've been. Um, my friend, I was just with my friend Ryan Shadley, and he does a lot of stuff every year. So, right. um, yeah, I need to go. Maybe I'll I have to go this year. So I'll be right. This I've, year.
0: I've, you know, I've always... My, my, I always have some kind of event taking place, but now that I've actually have to go, right? yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: oh, great. Like, I mean, we're in an October and all that Halloween stuff, that's kind of up your alley, too. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, yeah, I've made two Halloween shorts that I've directed, and I've worked right. on two other Halloween shorts. One of the Halloween shorts I just edited played at Twin Cities Film Festival, uh, on Saturday. Which one was that? Uh, man? it's called Devil's Night. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, so it was in the same block that my my short film Relativity played in the same block. Um we had some of the same actors were in it. Um and yeah, it was uh yeah, it's a lot of fun Halloween is my definitely my favorite holiday and uh yeah, I love the the time I've been me and my girlfriend have been watching horror movies all month and right. yeah, I love it. It's great the horror. Does she have
0: a uh, cutoff, or do you have the cutoff? Usually, when people watch, she's like, "No, I'm not gonna watch that kind of." Or she can take oh, any.
1: No, she's uh, she's all in. She's, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, she's yeah. got no restrictions. <laughs> uh, we're good. We're a good match that way. We'll watch. I'll watch anything. <laughs> um,
0: do you uh? Do you guys mostly watch movie together? Because you do movies. Do you already do? You watch them mostly by yourself.
1: Yeah, we watch a lot of stuff together. Like she, right. she's not in the film world at all, but she is huge into movies, and that's obviously one of the things we connected on. And yeah. I have a kind of hard time talking about anything else but movies in my life. Honestly, like I'm good. Right. You know, I can figure out, you know, other stuff like <laughs> different, different comic book stuff <laughs> or genre stuff, uh, TV obviously, right. but like movies is like the heart and soul of of my being. So, uh, if we can talk about movies, we're going to have, I'm going to have a lot more, at yeah. least, at least like to start, like I'm going to have a way more, op- like easier opening. Well, let's, I was really like, but, uh, I was
0: actually going to, cause we talk about Batman and I came across, uh, something you mentioned the movie, dark Knight started your whole adventure in movies. Is that true?
1: It's just part of it. Yeah. yeah. Like I, uh, there's like, I have three movies that really kicked off, like solidifying kind of where my decisions to like actually do it. Like when I was in, when I was in high school, we, my friends kind of did video stuff. I never made a video until I was in 11th grade, which is usually like kind of odd for most filmmakers. I think usually like people have the stories of taking the video camera when they were a kid. And I mean, we had one, but it wasn't like, I don't know. It just really wasn't like that in my family. So like, Uh, yeah. It wasn't until my friends did video. It seemed like fun to do. They, you know, we had a weekly announcements like the news thing every week. So it just kind of. So you seemed... were
0: you? It was it a video? Like you had it on?
1: Video? Yeah, like it was. It seemed like the like the cool to me. It was like the <laughs> coolest thing that was happening is that you can make right. skits and stuff because it was yeah. like news, but it was really like people making short films and i was yeah. like i was like that seems like a lot of fun i know my friends would most of the yeah. time they would just jam all night on the shorts so it'd be like they would just be at school until oh. like all you know, either till midnight or sometimes they'd be there the whole night they'd sleep there we had like a couch in like the studio <laughs> that was there and i don't know, that just appealed to me i'm like oh like staying in school like way past it just felt like kind of rebellious right. um and i already loved movies like me and my mom my mom is a huge movie person, so I kind of inherited like the ability to like kind of rewatch stuff over and over again. Like yeah. we kind of like always went to the video store. We always like had VHSs. Um, we have the there's still a wall of VHS tapes at my mom's Do you house. You still have VCR at my parents' house. Yeah, I have one. I don't right. actually. They have one, okay. And I just used it. There's actually it's in my newest short. We put like the VCR <laughs> really? in the movie, and like there's a VHS tape that's kind of part of the movie. So, but yeah, going to Dark Knight, it was yeah. you know there's three movies. It was like just seeing Dark Knight in the theater, like right. I was right. not prepared. I was excited for it, but like we were like me and my family were camping. Uh, so we kind of had to go like half hour out of our way just to see the movie. And it was at a midnight screening at a, just a tiny theater. And so we're driving up and it didn't occur to me that like, this is going to be like a sold out show. We show up like right before midnight and there's uh-huh. huge line down the road. And I'm like, I just been amping myself up like the whole week just to right. see. Right. you don't
0: want to walk away empty handed, right? Yeah, yeah. Like
1: just seeing like, I just could, you know, from the trailers, I was like super in, I wasn't even that huge on Batman begins at the time. I've totally come around, and I love that movie, but I was just, like, super excited to see what Heath Ledger was doing with the Joker. It just seemed so, just from, like, the tiny bits I'd seen from the trailer, I was so excited, and I couldn't, you know, my my excitement was, like, through the roof. So, when we got to that theater, I was, like, just, a, just instantly, like, sinking feeling in my stomach that we were, like, not going to get in, and you know somehow we did you know we walked up got our tickets and we didn't have like the greatest seats in the in the, in the place it was right. kind of like off to the left but just from the first shot to the last shot I was completely like enamored I was just yeah. like I don't know it was just beyond like the comic book of it all and I never seen kind of like a genre movie kind of do that and just like kind of like keep my attention for two and a half hours and I just wanted it I didn't want it to be over and I basically like researched the sequel every day after that, (laughs) like for, and I, you know, yeah.
0: Well, what were the other two? You said there were, so then,
1: so yeah, yeah, then the other two, so kind of, this is all kind of at the same time, like dark Knight comes out like the summer before my senior year of high school. So, um, I think it was, so I've already decided to apply for like the video stuff. So I'm kind of already thinking of that, like the whole next, year i was like trying to write a sequel to dark knight and like try to film it i was like i'll play the joker and i'll do that kind of stuff i probably have uh a word document with like some script pages of a fan fiction (laughs) scenes uh of what would happen next do you know where you can find them i don't know where (laughs) they are yet if i can dig them up i'll post them but um i yeah, they're not great. I can tell you that <laughs> all much. Right, all right. All right. All right. Um, so then yeah, like that same kind of like later in that year I saw it was like another thing where I don't know. I I didn't have cable growing up, so we just had like the right. standard channels. So every once in a while um, you know, it was I didn't, I know for a fact it was like a Sunday night and um, I don't know, one of the stations just started playing this movie and it was American Beauty. And it was like just there's this opening scene and it just sets up like this kind of huge mystery. And I've like never been so, you know, obviously, aside from the dark night, I've never seen like an opening scene and been like so interested to see. like it's Very it? Yeah. Like yeah. what happens next? I'm like, oh, it's like midnight now. I'm like, I have to go to school. I have to get up at, you know, six or seven. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I should go to bed. And I tried to like basically I just every commercial break. I'm like. I'm just going to keep watching to the next one, to the next one. And I'll. before I know it, I'm like, I'm staying up. I don't care. Like, this is it. I think I, during a commercial break, I moved from the living room down downstairs my bedroom, and I turned the TV on down there. Um, and I was just kind of, like, as weird as, like, I was already super interested in editing. Like, editing is kind of, like... So that's what the first thing. Yeah, really- like, that's kind of, like, I already, like, my friends were kind of big into editing was kind of their thing. So I... I kind of like borrowed from that, but I was also, I like the idea of editing a lot of like, that's kind of where the movie comes together.
0: Well, I think that editing is the storytelling, right? Yeah. You
1: can shoot anything you want, yeah. but you
0: have to piece all the puzzles together to find how it goes. Yeah, yeah. no,
1: hundred percent. And yeah. so like, that's kind of how I got into this and that's yeah. still kind of what fuels me is like, it's not, you know, it's not a movie until you've cut it together most of the time unless you're doing wonders or whatever, like, big long takes. But for me, it's, yeah, filmmaking is all based on the edit. Like, I write for the edit, I shoot for the edit, and obviously I cut for the edit. Um, well, I
0: did, like, you know, early on, your early stuff. Yeah. It was actually, that was the first thing I noticed was, this is actually edited pretty good. It's sliced perfectly to make it even comedic, you know, the, the whole good cop, bad cop stuff. Oh, yeah, good, yeah. When you <laughs> your package here and you throw it. But you, I think you already had the nobility of how to edit something, even to make it funny.
1: Yeah, no hundred percent. That's yeah. like obviously like, and that comes from the the high school stuff too. Is like, you know, I mo- we mostly started trying to make funny stuff. So I, you know, we still kind of always go back to that, and yeah. I almost find it harder to do the com- the comedic stuff at this point. Um, to actually like make something be funny. I mean, that's what's fun about editing. Is um, I've done a lot of stuff where, through the edit, we can make it more funny just by repeating stuff and just doing weird edits and uh just zooming in on a performance or you know it's kind of like I love the endless possibilities of it and that's you know going back to yeah why American Beauty kind of struck me was like at the time before I saw the movie I was you know the idea of editing being this invisible thing that you're not supposed to notice is kind of what was in my head oh you're like you have to make every edit needs to be you know this seamless thing and I was watching American Beauty and they have these dream sequences and like that's kind of the first time I was noticing like jump cuts and like weird cut cuz they'll, they'll like do a cut and then they'll kind of go back a few frames. This is more than a jump cut, it's right. literally going back. It's not really necessarily
0: back. a dissolve or anything. Yeah, yeah, and
1: that's like a very dreamy. That's more of a dreamy thing but like when I was watching it I'm like hmm this is kind of like weird like these are bad edits. Like it took me kind of until watching it a second time where I was like no, I love this. And like I still love that style and I really like the idea of I don't know. Like I, you know, it's obviously important to know the whole like editing is the invisible art and like it's good to know that, but I love breaking that rule. And I love like having an edit sometimes if it feels right for the for the cut is like having an edit that like you notice cuz like for me, I kind of think on some subconscious level we all notice the edits um right kind of as we go like you'll watch like I'll watch a Spielberg movie or even like uh like there's some cuts in Pulp Fiction or Tarantino's work too uh Chris Nolan's work where I'm it, I just feel like I'm or you know, Oliver Stone too like looking at their work I can see like kind of a style that I'm going for too It's like they kind of you can like use editing as like it's a, it's a new art form like you can use it to be to bring attention to a moment or to like just bring impact yeah. to a moment too and I like I just like all the different elements of that so primarily
0: uh, and I want to talk about The uh, Devil's Night which oh, yeah, you that edit. was I edited that you yeah. edited how did you come to edit that one
1: so that was um, that one that movie was directed by Anthony Risen and he um, got in contact with Ryan Shadley and Anthony Cousins and I'm a huge uh, I'm a big uh, really close friends with Anthony Cousins and we okay. were working on his Um, we're actually working on his movie at the time, which is called the bloody ballad of squirt Reynolds, which I also edited, um, which played at twin cities film festival as well. And has really just won a few awards at a couple other festivals this weekend and, um, is really doing well in the festival circuit. But, uh, yeah, we were just, we were shooting that movie. So I was like helping on set. I was just writing it down. What was it called? Bloody. It's called the bloody ballad of squirt Reynolds. It's like an eighties slasher. Kind of throwback comedy. I hope it is, but that's right. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, There's a trailer for that online as well. Okay, I'm going to have to
0: definitely, when we're done recording, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I I think sometimes you need some kind of title to give it a punch. Yeah,
1: like, and, and that's all just there's a lot of different ways they got to that title, but you'll see like there's a Burt Reynolds element to the movie and, okay. uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, but we were working on that movie and, um, yeah. And then, yeah, and then Anthony was on that set and he kind of brought up his short and kind of talked about having seen some of mine. Cause I've worked a lot with Anthony and, um, he's a cinematographer mostly, but he's doing directing a lot now too. So, um, we kind of started, working as, you know, cinematographer, editor. We directed a short together a few years ago. Um, and, yeah, we're just really close and uh, work together a lot. So he just talked about seeing my editing work and kind of approached me then, and we kind of worked out uh, working on that short, and, yeah, that was a
0: good time too. When you edit movies, are you on set, or you just wait for the whole thing to come to
1: you and kind of... Uh, it's kind of a kind of a bit of both. Like, right. I kind of... I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, I would like to not be on set. Really? Uh, yeah. Like sometimes it's just like, it just depends. Like both those movies, I was on set for part of it. Um, I don't know. Like I do like to come at it with a fresh eye. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I love being on set. Like that is like, that's like the weird, that's the weird thing about it is like, you know, when you're the editor and that's like your job, I don't always love it because, you know, it's just extra work. A right. little bit. If it depends on what the project is, um, you know, working on stuff with Anthony, working on my own stuff, or working with you know my friend John Carsco we, I love working. You know, we kind of have a lot of a really close relationship. So something like Squirt is, you know, yeah. when they were, uh, our, my friend John wrote that short with Anthony. So like when they were coming up with the ideas for it, like I was at a couple of those sessions, and so like we're very close and like kind of really like care a lot about our input so I I love I do like being on those sets and helping those guys
0: well it sounds like you kind of already had being in the the writing process and everything you kind of had an idea how you want to yeah just like
1: what yeah just like what it's gonna I it's just mostly fun for me to like sit back and and see what it's gonna be and you know I love coming up with ideas too so it's always fun to kind of throw in a few ideas if you have them Um, sometimes I don't feel Like I'm, you know, if I sometimes I don't feel like I know exactly where they're at with the story, so then it's a little harder to chime in. But, you know, it's nice to talk talk through ideas at a script level to like be like, oh, I know, like this might cut nicer or stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I don't. It's just like, it is, you know, it's fun, you know, working with some of some people. It is nice to be on set because they'll ask my opinion of, do you think this will cut with this, or I'll have other ideas of. What if we did this? This would be a sweet transition, um, you know. You don't. You need this shot because I'll do that a lot of times. Like, oh, you should get this shot. You should get that shot. Um, and sometimes opposite, be like, uh, I don't think we need to get those two shots. I think it'll work with what we have. Do you have a marquee cut that you always use? One that you like. You go to. Um.
0: You not know, like golfers always have their favorite club.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. No, I mm-hmm. guess I don't really like. I just yeah. like to definitely do whatever feels right in the moment, I guess yeah. is. And it's very, like, because I come at editing in a very, like, the way I come at everything else in filmmaking is just really from a feeling standpoint, like, just, like, what feels right. Okay. And that's really, like, what feels me more than anything, more than technical stuff, more than continuity. Um, it's really just, like, performance and feeling, first of all. Right, Obviously, if it doesn't
0: feel right, what's yeah. yeah
1: other- and obviously like you have to, you know, sometimes stuff like the technical elements of the continuity will, you know, force the feeling to like, if it doesn't cut right, it won't feel right. So, um, but I don't know. I like the put a uh, feeling into everything.
0: Um, you've done many times where you've been in front of the camera. Do you like to be in front sometimes? I mean, you-
1: yeah, I like to act too. Yeah. That's like a lot of fun. Um,
0: I have to say you're very fearless. You're very fearless. I mean, yeah. you're, you're... Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you see, I mean, yeah, that's... You're absolutely not shy, Josh. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> like, and that's that is weird. Like, there's two sides of my personality. Like, there's, like, I have, like, a very, you know, growing up, I was very shy. And it was really through doing video that I, like, could find this really extroverted side of myself. you think it's
0: kind of like a camera's kind of divorcing yourself from kind of a reality? Yeah, a little
1: bit. I think just playing another character, like, you know, being somebody that's, like, the opposite of of myself and and just getting, you know, part of it, too, is, like, getting reaction out of people. Like, when I can get laughs out of people, it'll just keep me going higher and higher, like, push things further and further. I mean, that's what's, yeah, that's what's fun about being in front of camera. I do... I feel like I do a little bit better when I'm directing as well or when I'm, like, yeah. one of the creative forces because it's, like, most of the times I'll have, like, worked on the script of it and, you know, I can kind of decide what I'm going to say it. Sometimes I get tripped up when I'm acting, too, and, like, <laughs> right. luckily yeah. I'm a good enough editor that I can, like, you know, we'll go through a bunch of takes or we'll get it. I'll be able to, like, cut the performance into, like, the, you know, the fearless, extroverted element that it needs to be and yeah it's a lot of fun it can be a lot of fun and yeah obviously like those the bad cop like the cop movies we've made we made good cop good cop good uh bad cop bad cop good cop bad cop and the unreleased good cop space cop uh, which is coming, but we just need like some serious visual effects work. Um, For getting it, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> And it's not that's that side of like the post is not my my uh, forte. Um, I've got some stuff in the works, and some of the effects have been done, but it's gonna be a crazy amount of fun when it is done. Because uh, with the good cop,
0: you play Maxwell. Maxwell Granger. Grange How much yeah. of that is really you?
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's not me yeah. really at all. Like, obviously, like I can. Because he's very a loud character. Yeah, he's a loud. He's a. I mean, he's like kind of a big monster. Like I have two. There's kind of two characters I've created that are like that. Like, yeah. um, in the really comedic side of the stuff I've done, there's uh, a character called Dr. John Merch, um, and that's actually my my Instagram and Twitter handle is at Dr. John Merch because of this character I created really? in high school. Um, yeah, and so that character is even worse than Granger, um, but Granger is like, yeah, you know, he's a bad cop. So he's like, he does coke, he is throws people off buildings, he's. You but know, we've
0: seen this in movies before. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, he's
1: constantly swearing. He is just like a real. Do you can we swear on this or not? I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a real piece of shit. Uh, so then, um, well, he's he's. I think, he,
0: he, I think he, when I watch these videos, it's very yeah. nice, but I think you guys got it that this guy is not a nice, but he knows yeah. he needs a partner. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't. His ha- partner doesn't need him, but he, this this character you have definitely needs a partner. Yeah,
1: I mean, he definitely has a heart, and, like, you can yeah. see that, and, like, there's a scene in the, the Bad Cop, Bad Cop one where he definitely has a big heart, but it's like they kind of take it out on like their psychiatrist and you'll, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It'll make sense. Otherwise not. Um, but yeah, then this other character I played, Dr. John Murch is just way worse. No heart. Like he's kind of the similar kind of things. Like does Coke. I don't don't do, I've never done Coke, but I, for some reason it's really fun to play somebody a coke, did. like a Coke head. And, uh, and he's yeah he's way worse he's a murderer like right. he is a he's a doctor but he's like the worst doc- doctor ever um, but those are I don't know that's stuff's the most fun to play like I played a redneck in my friend's short um, called Play Dirty last year that I edited as well um, I, pl- yeah, I play yeah I played like a kind of hick redneck um, but it's a really small part but that was like a lot of fun to play just like kind of a. Right. Uh, yeah. Kind of like just a little bit. Of, I mean, they're all kind of monsters, and I don't know. It's really fun to play because it just yeah, it really lets you be. Just get out there. Right? Just
0: like the Joker. Just get out. No, hundred percent. Like yeah,
1: totally yeah. different than anything I would ever do in real life. Uh, yeah. it's just fun to like play that, play around like that, and like no, you. It's just nice to have the freedom to do that kind of stuff. Do you ever do it, like an audition? Have I ever done an audition? Yeah, for like a movie. Um. I don't know that I have. I definitely have acted in people's stuff before, but it's usually just knowing who I am, um, and just you know, mostly people I've been close with. Uh, I would definitely love to act in other people's stuff. I don't, I don't yeah. know how well I would do in an audition.
0: Uh, well, I, I, I was kind of curious when I was in college, yeah. and I I did a couple of them. I don't know. How everybody thinks the movie. I think the movie Miracle. Oh never. yeah, you auditioned in that. I auditioned that because I knew how to skate. And oh I was in yeah. college, and um, I was tall, and I'm I look Russian, so I go even if I, I think I could play, or you even a Russian guy? Just don't give me lines. I could play hockey. Yeah, yeah. So I I sold it, but I never got a call back because oh. I just it was more like how I want to see how the process is. It's very much intimidating. Yeah, like because you got a few seconds to impress somebody.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you're supposed to do it. I don't know. It just seems like very. That's why I don't like. I don't even love, like, love to, like, host, like, auditions for stuff I make because yeah. of that feeling. I mean, you have to really know how to, like, get what you're looking for and, like, right. kind of make sure. Because, I don't just the environment seems, like, really totally different than it could be. Um, I definitely love, you know, the uh, the process of auditioning is, is important. And, um, you know, very, I've seen it work really well and I especially helps you find like new talent and faces to like put in your movies. Like right. that's why like a lot of stuff I've made, like you'll see some of the same faces come in and out. Cause I, I do like to work with people I've worked with before. And that I trust that I know are good. Um, but I, I, mean, there's a kind of new people in a lot of my shorts every time as well. So it's kind of either, I either will ask, I'll either have seen someone's work, yeah. um, you know, the pleasure of, being an editor on a lot of stuff is like, I'll get to see a lot of actors' performances and I'm going to see their raw performances and see like what they collectively can give. Right, it's so, almost like
0: you've already seen, it's, what, it's yeah, kind of almost unnecessary.
1: Yeah, like that's yeah. like a, as much of an audition as anything. Because you, you want get to look to for see, somebody totally different that, yeah. Yeah, like you can see their raw, the complete raw talent of like them being in the scene, in the right. moment, having prepared for it. Like at an audition, I can see it being like, you know, you only have a few, maybe a page of stuff to look at and not a lot of time to figure out what the character is going to be. And, um, yeah, it's an interesting – I kind of love all the different processes. But, yeah, definitely, like, the idea of auditioning myself is kind of daunting. But I would I would definitely do it. Like, right. Uh, I think
0: you're a little bit fearless. You'll do it, right? Yeah, yeah, no.
1: And it was, you know, especially if it's, like, a kind of – charactery character something yeah. with like a lot of personality I could see myself you know being able to kind of do well at that
0: well I remember I, I, in a couple of weeks uh, my co-host Dan and I were going to talk about the movie o- The Omen oh yeah and um, the little boy Damien they're, and we're doing the research the only reason he won the audition is because Richard, he'd done a friend of Richard Donner and Donner goes alright thanks for nothing and the kid attacked him he we just went after him yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just like that's it That what do you mean that's it he went after he goes yeah. oh that's Damien
1: Dude, I love that. That's perfect. So they found your little demon kid. <laughs> the right, demon kid. That's like I was just like, I don't know, like what I was listening to like a podcast about ET, and they played like the Henry Thomas audition. Yeah. And that's like the like that's like the opposite of the Damien one, but in the same world of like this kid just like absolutely crushed it. And you like Steven Spielberg says like you got yeah. the part, kid. At the end of it, it's like those are. I mean, those are the. That's what's yeah. worth having an audition too, because like you're gonna find you Know an either unknown talent or like just something you yeah. that's what's fun about it is like seeing like a performance or something that you never even thought about. Like, that's what I that's what I love about kind of the filmmaking process is like I try not to have like be too tied to like what a character you know, like when we're looking for actors of like what exactly a character is because like. I you don't, know, don't have a very narrow definitive. Yeah, line. I don't like to do that cuz like I I think an actor can bring something different to it and like a sure. character can kind of become It's a very fluid process filmmaking like you're on the set and things change like lines change, you know, motivations change, angles change. Yeah, so I love change. to I would love yeah. to see, you know, somebody bring something different and be like, "Oh, maybe that's maybe that's a better decision of like what this character should be." Yeah. Um, there's just like a lot of freedom to it.
0: All right, well, we're going to take a break and we'll come back. I'll love to talk about uh, relativity. So, yeah, all right.
1: Hey, this is Christian.
0: Hey, this is Damon. And this is The Amazing Nerd Show. We're a podcast that takes a deep dive into nerd culture. Every episode, we will talk comics, movies, video games, and even wrestling. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Poppy. The Amazing Nerd Show, the show you never knew you wanted. so bad. Yes. That said it right. Because yep. you have it a little bit, in the title it looks a little bit. Yeah, like we definitely
1: played around with like kind of the spelling of the title. Right. Uh, mostly just to like, um, yeah, it kind of was, me, I, me and my, I wrote this with uh, my friend, uh, Victor Kirksey Brown, um, and he, and we kind of like didn't have a title at first. Right. Uh, we kind of had written the whole script uh, first as like a time travel kind of father-daughter Drama really is really what it is. Um yeah. I would say time travel is kind of like the kind of like a. Vet. It's not the most important thing about though. No, movie. yeah, and, and I think that's well, it's kind of what I really like about it is like it's more of a it's more of a story about loss and it's a story about just kind of family more than anything. So that's why the relative. I kind of the reason I put the rest of like the, the title in parentheses is just to kind of emphasize that it's about the kind of more. I don't know. It just seemed like kind of fun to like put the have it yeah. be like relativity. Uh, like it's really about relationships and kind of just what that means, like what, what a relationship with like a parent yeah. or you know, someone else that has influence on you, like what what the impacts of that are even after they're gone. Um, and I, I wanna mention I don't know, did, are you familiar with the movie Primer? Uh I'm not I I know about it but I've never yeah. seen it.
0: Yeah, it's very yeah. quiet yeah. reserved, and I would say most like it's about time travel these tech guys discover yep. how to make time travel, but that's not the main point of it.
1: Yeah, no that's cool.
0: And it's almost like the consequence of it.
1: Yeah, like I've heard like yeah. like God uh, cuz I like I like looper a lot. And I remember them talking about yeah. like the director of that talking about primer kind of in the same world of like you know, yeah, it's a very it's like, quiet... Yeah, like, time travel is... I think that's cool to do, is, like, time travel is, like, clearly an element, but it's more of, like, a story element than anything. It's, like... Because um, the the story of the movie is that it's... um That our, our kind of protagonist, Sky Brand is her name. Yeah. Um, it's her... We see her kind of trying to get this time machine working, and we're kind of flashing back in time to kind of memories with her father at the same time. Um So, like, it slowly kind of reveals itself, and you kind of realize that he was into time travel, like, that was his life's mission, so it's kind of, like, her trying to complete what he kind of left behind, Um, and then, yeah, there's kind of more to the story that you kind of have to find out watching um, it.
0: not very much dialogue, though. Even though though it's a short film, it's not very much. Was that intentional, or?
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, so we, well, we made this for Z-Fest, too, so... I'd already kind of had the ideas about, like, this kind of father-daughter time travel story rattling around in my head. Um, And I was like, you know, I would love to make it. And I already, like, approached my friend Victor because he's got a huge heart. Um, And it kind of deals with, yeah, it kind of deals with death. But, like, to me it's, like, more than what's on the surface. Like, it's really just about losing someone and you know, whether that's a relationship or a a family member or, you know, it doesn't have to just be a parent. But we... uh, What was the question again? (laughs) Well, there's
0: very rich dialogue, but I think... Oh, yeah, the dialogue. I can talk about that. But I think this is very weighted. This is a very heavy movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, we just watched it in the theater a couple times. I've seen it in the theater before, but, yeah, like... I feel really good about, especially like, yeah. I feel really good about the emotion of it and like the weight of it, and um, it's only seven and a half minutes long. But I, I feel really good about like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot going on in those seven minutes, and which I don't. Know, it seems like crazy to me that it's only as long as it is. It doesn't feel like it's too long or short to me. And yeah, there's like a lack of dialogue. That, um I love just doing that in general. Yeah. But when me and Victor have written stuff before, it's been the complete opposite. Uh, That's what
0: the, I was going to ask you because it was a very I was so because I watched a lot of the other um, stuff that you did. Yeah. The very loud characters, the very and I was trying yeah. to build up why, and then when I watched *Relatively*, it surprised me because it's so subdued, but it had a lot of weight to it, which is very different from what you guys did before. Yeah,
1: no, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, I've definitely done stuff like in that world, like visual stuff, but like, right. yeah, this one, especially like, I don't know the story for me just called for a lack of dialogue. So like when we were when we did sit down to write it, we really try to keep it to as little dialogue as possible. Like there's honestly more dialogue on them in the movie than I thought there would be right. originally, but like, you know, we kind of have a lot of, there's a lot of kind of a mythology or a lot of like kind of exposition we have to get across just to explain the dynamic of this being a father and daughter and then later on in the movie to explain kind of what's happening. Um, But we really do a lot of that just with, like, reactions and looks. Like, the dialogue is really kind of just there because they would be saying it. Like, that's, like, um, what we are doing. And, um, you know, we worked with a child actress, uh, Iris Seifert, and she, you know, we kind of, we wrote the scripts without knowing who was going to play this. And, you know, even when we pared it down to like the most minimal lines we could do, we're still like, these are like, these might be heavy for a kid to say, like, how are, right, they, yeah. going, are they going to be able to pull them off? And luckily, like we were able to get, um, yeah. Cause the other actors in the movie are Nathan Timishuk and Kendra Laura. So Nathan is a, is an actor I've worked with a hundred times. Like he's one of my best friends. Um, and I had seen Kendra's work and I really just wanted to work with her. So I just kind of approached her and said, Hey, here's the script. Um, and kind of like a week or two before we shot, I met with her and she's like, who's going to play the young version of me. And I'm like, uh, I have kind of a a few leads, but I don't really have anything yet. She's like, Oh, you gotta like, um, I'm going to send you Iris's info <laughs> uh, she played a younger version of me already in something else. Really? <laughs> uh, All right. Okay. And so uh, we. So I just kind of went off of like mostly yeah. just uh, Kendra's uh, recommendation and then just like the visual of like, oh yeah, like she totally looks like a younger version it does, of her. It does. It, it's um, kind of
0: uh, eerie. Eerie. It totally yeah. is. <laughs> right. uh,
1: so I really, I mean, I didn't really. I was talking to Iris's mom, Sarah, and. Uh, just through email and like we locked it in, and um, it really, uh, the first time I really yeah. saw her work was like the, on the first day, you know, on the day that we shot with her. So it's like the stuff we shot. There's like some playground stuff. Is like that's the first stuff we shot, and she gives like one of the most powerful reactions in that in the movie, and that's like one of the first things we shot with her. That's really, like, that was one of the, okay. That's like ten minutes after I met her. She's you know giving a performance <laughs> of a lifetime. Uh. And that's I know that was a lot of fun and um,
0: well it had to be nice because you got you you're like wow this is gonna be because after that you everybody can kind of feel a little bit ease that this is gonna be pretty good yeah Uh, hundred percent and you
1: know I was questioning my abilities to direct a younger actress that you know I just like want to be on the same page with everyone else Um, I yeah I've directed we've directed kids before like me and Anthony made a short called my favorite holiday it was kind of our first directing thing yeah um after us being editor director, uh editor cinematographer for a long time we'd made that movie and there's four yeah. kids in the movie but like that was a lot of them were kids we knew uh or um the first set of kids actually we got on craigslist uh and because it like went we, that way really yeah that was like I mean, that was like 2012 Uh, that was a while ago and that worked out too. Um, so I, I kind of knew that we could do it, but it was, this was definitely like a more serious heavy project. And I, you know, it really, the movie weighs on like, is this like little girl going to sell this, these few lines that she has, but, and the reactions to sell that it's the two timelines and to really sell the heart of the story is like, you know, it's their relationship. So we really, when we do the flashback, like we have to, you know, she's got to bring it. And I, you know, again, we shot the scene in the garage and uh, I barely said anything to her and she just knocks it out of the park. And so that was like one of the easier scenes in the movie to shoot. And it was like crazy. Uh, Yeah, I couldn't have been happier. I knew we had gold just watching them rehearse it. Uh, And yeah, that's, I couldn't be more happier with that scene and her performance, all three of their performances yeah, and there's a scene later on that was uh, – because we shot all of Iris' stuff. We shot the whole thing in two days Okay. Uh, at my parents' house uh, in Elk River, our garage. Um, so we shot, like, all – the first day was, like, all of um, Kendra's stuff in the garage. You'll see kind of intercuts. Um, we're going to release the movie in a, probably online in, like, somewhere in the next month. Okay. Um, so – that's something to keep an eye on for out for. Right, yeah. But yeah, we shot like all there's like a bunch of stuff of Kendra in this garage we shot on the first day and then the second day we shot some stuff at this uh park and then this another scene in the garage with Nate and Iris and then the scene in there's a scene in this kitchen. Um which is like it's a very emotional scene and it was like definitely like the hardest thing I've ever had to direct. Um but again it's it might be the best scene in the movie because it was so hard. Um, but really, again, like I was just kind of figuring out the coverage we had to get out of shot list, but I was really more trying to figure out the order of how to do it. And like, in trying to capture such an emotional set of performances out of, uh, out of Nathan and, and Iris. And it was just hard cause I felt like the emotion of it, like, um, and I never had kind of that experience before. So that was like a very different day and a very heavy day. Um, right. and I was just exhausted by the end of it uh, even though we wrapped early <laughs> so. um
0: you guys did you storyboards for the movie or no uh
1: not on this one on the okay. the movie I made after this I is like the, the first time I've ever storyboarded something um but for this one it was just yeah just shotless I like I shotless okay. everything um so it's kind of I mean it's basically when I did storyboard, it was the same process, just like without the images. Um, So I definitely would like to storyboard more, I think going forward, because it's just to have the visual cue is definitely like a little easier than being like, here's the shot list. But like the way I do a shot list is like, I'll sometimes have a shot for every shot that'll be in the movie. Even if it's an angle, we'll go back to, Yeah, I sometimes like to, follow like the Edgar Wright school of filming, but it just makes it really hard. Is like to almost shoot a new shot for every time you're going to like cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is again, which is similar to like what I did in the next movie as well. Um, okay. After relativity, you did another one called teacher's lounge. Shh. Yep. What want to, what's all that
0: about? What's so yeah, t- is t- it a full? Well, I didn't it's eight.
1: not. No, it's not a feature. It's okay. it's it's another short. It's about it's about double the length though, and it's the complete opposite of relativity. <laughs> it's a, you uh, like
0: to? I think you like to balance the different oh, ends of the spectrum. Don't I, you? I hundred percent do, <laughs> yeah. and
1: I like. I don't know. I I used to. I had somebody tell me once that like, <clears throat> when I was talked about wanting to this kind of movies, I wanted to direct, and the shorts I've directed and this person kind of told me when I said that he he kind of said you know you should really think about that and like you know just like if you're trying to make a name for yourself like I know you kind of I've had actually a couple people try to like tell me to pigeonhole myself essentially and I I really don't respond to that well I think I don't know I just want to keep making different stuff like if create it feels me more creatively and I think it feel it makes the projects like that right. more alive to just mix it up like I love all these genres I want to play around in all of them and you know right. maybe some maybe you know oh, what the hell yeah we're, we're Kubrick yeah 100% right <laughs> yeah. like so maybe sometimes yeah. I'll find a genre that I'll really hit and I'll feel like really connected to it and really want to do more in that like like yeah. with relativity is like that is definitely like one of the heavier things I've made and I'm trying to think now of like i coming up with a project in the same world and it's it's pretty hard because I I don't know this one just really came to us so we kind of have to wait for whatever story comes to me and that that's what Teacher's Lounge was was it really was I wanted to do more of a horror movie okay uh more of an ensemble like really really running the opposite direction like there's a lot so you got a
0: bigger cast because like relatively only like three people
1: yeah there's like 10 people in this one uh there's like it's a 13 minute 14 minute short so far um and yeah there's like there's 10 people in it it was it's all in one location though so like it's still sticking a little bit to, like, the minimalization of of making a short. But it's definitely, yeah, it's a beefier script. It's got a, like, bigger cast, a lot more dialogue. Um And that's, uh, yeah, I'm just getting through the edit of that right now. Like, we just... So you, you finished principal f- shooting yeah, a couple sh- months ago. Yeah, we shot that. We, we Yeah, we did a Kickstarter. We did a Kickstarter oh, yeah, for this yeah, one. So right. we did that in June. And, yeah, like, the, the pre-production on this movie just, like... Really put me through the ringer, really, uh, really, yeah. Because a lot, yeah, I mean, most of the projects I've made are either I like, I'll make a lot, I may try to make as much as many things as possible, like in the mm. same world of trying to make stuff. Like, there's another short I shot the weekend before Relativity that's <laughs> not out yet, and tomorrow we're actually going to shoot the last scene we have to do, okay. um, but that's a very different movie, uh, and it's very just like a personal piece and kind of similar like very minimal dialogue but kind of a lot of music elements to it um um but yeah in making teachers Lounge, yeah the pre-production was really a headache of you know we with the kickstarter we tried to raise three thousand dollars um and we did but it was it was kind of a journey like going through we i think we had a two-month campaign and it was you know in the first month i was like I don't know how much, I'm trying to remember how much we made. I think it was, I think we were at like $700 and then we had kind of like an amazing donation of like $500 come in, like right at like the, right around the halfway point or probably maybe three or three week point. So that really saved me because I kind of like did deductions of like what we should be making. And obviously like they, you know, when you're doing a, a, like a fundraising campaign, like a lot of the money will come in at the end or. Stuff like that, but that still just kind of stresses me out, like amps my anxiety up to the max. Um, so then, you know, while we're doing that, we yeah, we eventually fund the movie, but I like had, you know, for $3,000 to make the movie that we made, the budget is, I mean, I, I hopefully it looks like it because it at least it fully felt like we were making a movie that had at least two or three times the budget Uh, because it really, like, it was hard to, like, get the cast of, you know, there's ten people in the movie, so how do I collect all these people? And that's kind of where, like, the one location kind of boned us a little bit is that.
0: So you stick to just
1: one location. Yeah, I mean, there's. That helps. Yeah, there's kind of some stuff going on a little bit outside the location, but that was, like, just with two actors, and we kind of did all that stuff on a separate day. So, like, essentially when you look at the, the movie, there's actually, like, eight people in the cast. Okay. And then there's like another two that feature in like this one scene. Um, so yeah, like, so like we've got this cast of eight, but like we shot over three days, the, the principal of it. Um, and there's, yeah, there's 12 pages that we had to shoot in three days. And, uh, you know there's no scene that and there's two different light setups but we had to kind of go back and forth based on the schedules i could get for people because we didn't have a lot of money to pay pay like the actors but i wanted to pay them something to make sure like we got them there so it's like i had a the first day was like we had all eight people there the second day i cut it down to like okay we only need these six people and then the last day was like the core four um, but even, around, even within that, like everybody kind of had like limited schedule. So it was like, luckily I did storyboard this one. So I knew like, okay, I need to get this shot. You know, I have like, right. So you got to do the continuity. Yeah. I and, had the yeah. board set up for each day and like, yeah, I mean,
0: and it does help to have one location. So you, yeah, you so know yeah. where the cameras and the mics are. What you, yeah. yeah,
1: we definitely could do that. Yeah. And I, uh, Yeah, it was, like, a real journey because, like, when I make something, I can't help but, like, when I'm storyboarding or shot listing, it turns out to be, like, in a massive amount of shots. (laughs) Uh, But without, you know, with the the cast, you know, the the availability restrictions that we had, like, without having those shots, like, we wouldn't have the movie right now. Like, because there's all sorts of stuff we shot with, you know, there's scenes where, like, a lot of, like, you know, all eight people or all six people or four people are in these... In the scene, so we I, we can never shoot any scene like in order. So we'd have to every scene we shot for the movie, we'd be doing pieces of each scene every day.
0: So you that's that's probably why the pre you got to make sure the scheduling's yeah. right and yeah. everything's right because we're not gonna go linear here. Yeah, yeah,
1: because yeah. it's like oh we have this one actress for four hours today, so like we have to um, get. Yeah. And I, so I fully understand it too. Cause like it's so I can't, you know, I can't really afford to pay you what you deserve to be paid. Um, so like that's kind of the restriction that I have to put on myself. So I'm, I'm taking full responsibility for that while we're on set. And like, you know, we kept some people a little later every day and, um, but everybody was really great and really cool and everybody had a lot of fun and the performances are amazing. Um, so I'm like, yeah, just an awe kind of of how well it turned out knowing that, like, the whole thing is shot in a crazy order that, like, only makes sense in my head. Uh, <laughs> and it's, like, because we would have to, I right. mean, we would have to, like, relight scenes kind of constantly because of there's kind of scenes, there's kind of two scenes that are set, like, in a regular classroom setting because all takes place in this teacher's lounge. And then there's kind of, like, some other things that happen that kind of, like, justify making it more of a dark and moody kind of feel. Right, yeah. So when we're doing, when we can't shoot scenes, like, all the way through each day, that Mm -hmm. means we have to, like, move lights back and forth to the same positions we've had them in. So that takes, like, more adjustments. And so we, you know, and we're shooting kind of in every direction of this room at some point. Just because I, yeah, I like to collect kind of all sorts of shots and stuff. So, like, each day, like, on the list, there'll be, like, 50 shots we have to get. Yeah. Uh, and it's, like, going through the process of cutting it down to, like, cutting 10, 10 of those shots every day of, like, okay, we did cover that in this bit. We don't need it here. Um, and we still had to do, we had to go back and do some pickups because there's, like, one, for the first time ever, I've, I, we had to go and do some pickups. Usually, I, like, work really hard to, like, not have to do that. Um siri siri's kicking in uh okay uh yeah so this was like a yeah this was a different experience for me and and you know doing the pickups was super crucial and it's really fun they like all the pickups really work really well um there's only only one we basically only needed one shot with like a principal actor um it's just like one glaring shot of him i miss like a reaction and a line from him um, but other than that, I got everything I needed, um, and then there was a few shots I was in the edit. I was like, "Oh, we probably should have a shot like this." Um, yeah. So that's the stuff we did, and like, and that's another fun thing about the movie—not to give things away before the movie is even out—but uh, there's all sorts of shots that are my hands or my like it's all sorts of people or me and my my writer uh, my friend john Carsco wrote the scripts of teacher's lounge based on a story that the two of us came up with um but we yeah he's in some shots basically every actor in the movie has been played by somebody on the crew <laughs> okay, uh, <all> right. <laughs> in, in an insert or in something and just mostly because of that same like oh we have to You know, and I think, like, if I really asked them, I'm sure they would have been happy to stick around, but I just, I don't know. I just, based on what we had and what we were doing, I really wanted to, like, make it as easy on them as possible and, like, really make sure that they were happy uh, and, you know, excited to be there. When do you think you'd be be able to be finished, editing and all that? So, yeah, we, so I've, I've picture locked it now and i'm just working on all the other stuff like on relativity i did like most of the post-production myself yeah. the sound design the color um the only thing i didn't do on relativity was the score which my friend elliot DeVinny uh did the score and it's an amazing score it is amazing so yeah it. yeah um but on this one i'm trying to i really want you know i really want this to do i love this to like play the festival route and like Okay. really try to get into as many things as possible. And, and I think we have a chance. Like, I, I really am happy with how it's turning out. And it's got a nice genre element to it that I think has been yeah. doing well on some of the other projects I've been associated with. But uh, the... Yeah, I think well, I think it'll be done... My hope is, like, by the end of the year. Like, yeah. I've got... I just brought on a composer to do the score, so I haven't sent him all my notes yet. Um, I have someone... Uh, my friend Richard Luper song just cut the cut our trailer, which is gonna be dropping. That's I guess an important thing to say is like that's gonna be dropping sometime in the next week. Um, okay, the trailer for uh, for a Teachers Lounge. Uh, will be, okay. So that'll hopefully be right before Halloween. Um, I'm actually gonna be might be like doing a secret screening uh, of it tomorrow at us at a film fest thing that we're doing uh, at a brewery downtown. Um, but. Uh, Right, I think that's in St. Paul, but we, yeah, so I've got, um, try, I'm still looking for a colorist to work on the color. Um, my friend Richard is also doing the, the credits, so I just sent him all that stuff. Um, I've been talking to a couple sound designers and I think right. we're about to start on that. So, and I have two visual, far, uh, visual effects artists, uh, working on the movie already. So, well, hopefully um, you did you get it before December. That'd be really awesome. Yeah, yeah. no, hundred percent. So yeah. yeah, my definitely the like goal is like by hopefully in the next two months, we'll have like a pretty far cut that we can start submitting to festivals and really just kind of spend most yeah. of 2019 trying to like get it into stuff and then. Yeah, that one will probably end up online at some point too. All right. Well,
0: Josh, man, this is yeah. this has been fun, hasn't it? Yeah, It's been good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Oh man, when, when we've got teachers on I'll finish it up again. Oh yeah, I'll back. definitely come
1: back. I'll bring my you know, bring my writer and stuff. Oh yeah, we got yeah, yeah. we
0: got more more people. We got awesome. space. Yeah, yeah, we can accommodate. So yeah, but definitely come back. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, my last question is always for guests is, I usually always ask, what is your favorite movie? And that's kind of deceiving because every, yeah. everybody that does movies and in movies, yeah. that's kind of hard to just pick out one movie. Yeah. So my, I kind of altered to, What is a movie that's really on your mind right now? Which one do you think everybody should really kind of look for?
1: Oh, a recent movie or something? Yeah, oh, uh, what did, yeah recent old or something. Well, I'll go back to... Before – yeah, before I leave, I want to ma- – I've mentioned so many of my friends. So I want to mention, mm-hmm. like, Stephen Bullard uh, is the director of photography on Teacher's Lounge. He really kind of saved us on this one, too, uh, and helped bring it to the next level. So um, – and he, like, he donated to the Kickstarter, too. He brought his own money to it. And, wow. Uh, it was, like, yeah, he's another collaborator of mine that really, like, helps me along the way. Um, but then, yeah, favorite movie, like, I'll definitely go to, like – yeah, my – three the th- i never mentioned the third one which yeah, is. yeah let's mention the third one yeah right, so yeah. we'll just stick to that which right. is uh I mean, there's clearly a lot of movies. Like one movie, yeah. I'll say though, like an underrated movie that just came out like last year that people need to see is called uh, Brawl in Cell Block 99. Have you seen this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is, like Vince Vaughn is given an amazing performance, but it's really just yeah. like a hardcore. If
0: I did a list last year, it would have been in my top ten.
1: Oh yeah, it was yeah. my. I think it was my top three of last. I think it was my number three of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was yeah, that movie's phenomenal. But my yeah, my third favorite movie of all time. Uh, is 500 Days of Summer, uh, just because that was another, kind of all three of those, you know, American Beauty, Dark Knight, and 500 Days of Summer are like impeccably edited movies Uh, that do kind of different stuff. Like 500 Days of Summer, I I was like on a, basically I, did, I had no interest in seeing this movie. Like it looked like just a rom-com. Right, yeah. uh, I was forced to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got, like, dragged on it. It was, like, it was, like, a date or something. It wasn't a dragging, but it was, like, oh, do you want to see this movie? And it was kind of before it really took off. Um, and I was, like, oh, yeah, all right. Uh, I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, I, love, I like Zooey Deschanel. Um But then when I watched the movie and just watched the crazy structure of it uh, and the editing, like, the way they did it, and, like, that's a fearless movie, too, and it takes kind of – It makes some choices that, like, a movie like that doesn't usually make, and it really kind of, like, yeah, it does, like, a gut punch near the end that really kind of got me, and and all three of those movies really just kind of made me think about, really inspired me to get into doing this and, like, breaking from... Kind of the norm of, of stuff and trying to do stuff, different stuff.
0: I hope that everybody, because you mentioned the, the three movies are American Beauty, 500 Days of Summer, and The Dark Knight. I think that gets kind of a framework of where are you coming
1: from. Yeah. Like, different yeah. genres for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, Josh. Left
0: uh-huh. well, they
1: will
0: hear it on the radio.